So what's good everybody? It's Kayla got the 411. I'm here for another what's good episode. This is a special one. We got Huey King here. Huey gotta be special because you want to be it in person, right? Yeah. How sure. you doing? You just had a birthday, Virgo season. Oh, I'm feeling great. I ain't gonna lie, you know. Now I always ask artists like what's good because sometimes when you ask artists what's good, sometimes they be like, I'm not alright. So how's your mental <laughs> health? How you doing? Um, I'm honestly, I feel like the best I've ever been in my life. Yeah, you just put out your EP. I came to the listening party. So how are you feeling now that it's out? Um, I'm great, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I've been getting some great reviews, great feedback, people loving it. Um, each project that I drop been getting better and better, so people are letting me know that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's always a good thing. Now I'm gonna tell you what my favorite, my favorite song is um, Say What It Is That You Want For Me. Okay. Yeah, I love, 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 love song. So what was your whole mindset behind that project? Because I put two and two together, right? You just turned 23, right? Yeah, 23. And you play basketball, okay? We're gonna get more in detail about your whole basketball career, but take me back to Lil Huey. Like, what were you like as a kid? Like, what kind of music did you grow up listening to? When I was a, you said what type of music I listened to? Mm -hmm. So I was all over the place, I ain't gonna lie. So, I mean, I got a big family, so some of the older people, um, they had put me on to the old old hits, as we would call it, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? But um, I'm all over the place from, um, all different genres, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like mm -hmm. that played a part in the music that I make, you know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm not just really one genre. I feel like I'm I'm just um, music. I'm just an artist. Right. So I like, to, I like to paint a picture. And whatever picture that is or how I'm feeling at that moment or whoever I'm making a song for, you know what I'm saying? I like to, I like to consider them as like roller coasters. So if you go to an amusement park, you're going to get on a different roller coaster depending on the mood you got at that, at that oh, time. Oh, that's a good definition of it. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. So I always tell artists, like, I think it's really important for artists to listen to other genres because this is no shade to nobody. But, you know, sometimes music can sound the same. Exactly. You know, we hear it all the time, like, this artist's music sounds the same because they're stuck in the balls. So were you, like, into pop, rock, like, everything? Well, I really started off um, doing hip-hop dancing, like, my first entertainment, anything that really? I started doing under. Yeah, so when I was born here in Atlanta, I was um, actually acting under the Joy, Pur um, Joy Purvis Talent Agency. So that's the same agency as like Dakota Fanning, uh, Dasso Raven. What? Corey in the that's house an interesting fact. Yeah, yeah. So I really, you know what I'm saying, was into just entertainment before I even got into the sports. But yeah, um, hip hop dancing, you know what I'm saying? So I was into the pop, into the R&B, into the everything, you know what I'm saying, within right. the music culture for real that, that really had to do with anything towards hip hop, you know? Okay, and that explains my next question, even moving to how you even got into music. Like now we know behind it, but also, you were in basketball as well, so how does that collide? Basketball, music, acting, like you just a whole full thing. You the chosen kid, ain't you? Yeah, nah, for real. So, <laughs> um, I would say that it's damn near just our culture. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Basketball and music is two real big things within our culture. And um, I feel like that's the best way to relate to people. So I've been blessed to go down a certain path where I feel like now when I do reflect on my story, I can I can tell and express express it to the world, and a lot of people relate to my story. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people have done or been down similar paths as me, and so um, yeah, basketball and music, I feel like they just the same thing within one. You know, they yeah. both rhythm, they both motion, they both poetry. You know what I'm saying? Whether mm -hmm. you can break it down, however you want to break it down, but right. it's all you know, skill set and and hard work that that shows the difference and separates the elites from the regulars to the... the I like how you say that because I definitely don't feel like I'm a regular person. I don't know if you believe in life path. You ever heard of like life path numbers? Mm -hmm. What's your life path number? Four. I'm a three. Okay. Look at you! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look I'm at there. you! I'm there. Yeah, I'm okay. 
Okay. So what does the what does the four mean? Like, tell us about that because I'm real big. On a lot of times, like when you try to do things, like you hear people say, "Oh, my family just don't understand. My friends don't understand why I'm doing this." Like we all got certain life paths in life, and then like seems like you found your life path early. Yeah. You're on the path that you're doing. So now, just turning 23. It all makes sense now. So tell us about life for past so four. So I ain't gonna lie, I haven't looked into it within a couple of years, but um, pretty much from what I can remember is mm -hmm. that it's just about being grounded. Like that's the main thing. And you're Virgo too, you know. Virgo yeah, yeah. very grounded. <laughs> y'all got other sides to y'all too. But. No, yeah, we can do for sure, you know. But, <laughs> but that's a whole nother episode about the Virgos. I'm exactly. gonna, yeah, I'm gonna we do gonna, a whole. We gonna say that for the next one. Yeah. We're gonna say that for so next. also, you actually have a basketball career. Now you weren't just no bench rider, you all. Now, right, right. Now you were top five three point shooter. Yeah. But you got injured. Tell us what happened. Yeah, yeah. So I actually um, broke my lower back senior year of high school, and then that's when I didn't know if I was still gonna be able to hoop. Mm. And so um, I was I was sitting for like eight months in a hard body cast or a hard back cast, had me sitting up straight, barely could get in and out of the bed, in and out of the seats in class, you know. So I was really using my mind more than I ever was. Like oh usually God. I was straight physical thinking, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. so that really like sat me down, taught me patience, taught me a whole bunch of other little details of life that really I feel like that's where I really grew the most. That chapter, you know. You said the senior. Yeah, senior year. High year. Yeah, as I was thinking straight NBA mentality, you oh, know what I'm saying? So, um, Eastern Kentucky ended up reaching out after I lost some interest from some other schools after that because mm -hmm. they didn't know if I was still going to be able to hoop. Right. And so they was like, we don't care about your back. We still want you. Like I'm like, damn, this is a blessing. Okay, right. so I go there. Don't even red shirt. You know, red shirt is where uh, incoming freshman has the option to sit out, whether it's like your grades or, you know, to get stronger, spend that year to get stronger or whatever. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't so, know nothing about sports, so this is so intriguing. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't red shirt. I actually um I started playing right away freshman year. Hmm. Ended up um becoming the, the leading three point shooter in the conference. That was the same conference as uh John Morant and OVC and that was his sophomore year, so it was a lot of eyes on our conference. So I started getting some Danny Green comparisons. I don't know if you know what that is, but he's um, a go ahead and tell us because I'm pretty sure you know the target audience over here is like women. Yeah, yeah, okay. Tell us, so he's, probably like, he's one of the top three point shooters in NBA basketball. But um, so I started getting some comparisons to him. Started getting some draft talk. But um, at the same time, my music was going viral too. So University wow. of Michigan football team used my first official song as their their hype their official hype video for the season. The song on that video. Really. So there was like people was kind of asking like, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? I'm like, I'm gonna do both till I can't no more. And then sophomore year, beginning of the season, I got injured to where I couldn't hoop no more. So that's when I. So you got injured again, Coach. Okay. Yeah, that's I what I was confused about, right? I couldn't go. So tell everybody about how you even injured your back the first time, because that's the one that made me feel like, how did you hurt your lower back? Yeah, so that was just, um, I feel like it was just how hard I was going. It wasn't just a uh, on an instant impact injury. You know right. what I'm saying? It was like over time, stuff was just breaking down. My alignment was off. Wow. Okay. And then the second time, your sophomore year in college. Yeah. So that was the second game, uh, second game of the season. So early on, that was against UK. I messed my knee up, and when I messed my knee up, my toe was already messed up. Matter of fact, the week mm -hmm. before the, the the week before that game, and um, I knew I messed it up bad. And we got it took into the doctor. They got it looked at. They told me it was just swollen, had me playing on a donut pad on my right side of my foot, mm -hmm. in which I was overcompensating on the other side so bad because it was hurting like hella, you know what I'm saying? So I was trying to play like as much as I could to where I was putting all my pressure on the other side of my foot, causing a stress fracture over there. 
So once we um, got it looked at for real by some better doctors, they told me I needed surgery on my toe whole time. And really? so that's why, that's how I ended up re-injuring my lower back and my knee that second game. Cause I was, I was already so hurt, you know what I'm saying? That I wasn't even supposed to be playing. So you were going to school, right? Got in college. You, was your goal to go to school to play ball or did you like kind of have like a, did you go to school for business or something? No, I honestly was going straight for basketball. So okay. right when I found out I couldn't hoop no more, I just dropped out and started taking the music series. Okay, and also I know you still young, right? Right. Senior year, I know my senior year high school, we was out at parties every weekend. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> no one thing we had no business doing. Like, how did all of this affect your mental health? Like, how did you get through it? Man, it was crazy because you know when you go from being that person where everybody holds so high on a pedestal mm -hmm. to all of a sudden you see it kind of like flash and right. going away, and you like, damn, I never even thought about life without this. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It could be tough. It could be depressing, it could be frustrating, it could be all type of emotions, you know what I'm saying? You all over the place. But um, I would say I always knew that I was going to be something, you know what I mean? Right. Like So once I um, seen the music taking off, as I was still playing basketball, I still ha had NBA on my mind, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like a, hmm, I could do really whatever I want to do. Mm -hmm. That's what I started to figure out more and more. So... You know what I'm saying? I just bet on myself and always been mm -hmm. big on betting on yourself. Cause you are such a Virgo. That's why you so wise, <laughs> y'all. Because you know how many 23-year-olds that be like, man, they would have been like, man, they would have went right to the street. Oh, I know. They would have yeah, went right facts. to the street. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm supposed to break my family curses. Like, I'm the chosen one out of... Out of I mean, not necessarily like it's not another chosen one. You know what I'm saying? I get what but, you're saying because I but, feel the same way too. Like we're feel, meant to break generational curse, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like it's a certain amount of um, responsibility that God has put on my back, and I feel like that's what's been my why and my drive behind. You know what I'm saying? Really making this happen the way right. it's been happening. Now, how has the support system, you know, been transitioning also from? Basketball, everybody probably thinking, oh, he about to go to the NBA. I'm pretty sure, you know, they thinking they about to, you know, right. you do the family drafts on TV, <laughs> see the family behind them proud. Right. Like, how was the support system from your friends and family? So, you know, at first, my, my family honestly wanted me to stay in school, you know, because mm -hmm. they're, not, they're not really used to a situation like this where it seems like somebody's got such an opportunity to do something. And then I'm really going through the most pain, you know what I'm saying, ever right. in my life that they don't really understand to where, like, I'm not the same no more. I can't keep doing this hoop shit this, right. at the same level I was. So it's like, it was also, I feel like, um, God was putting me through a test at the same time to see if I was going to actually be able to see my worth instead of just listening to because mm. you know when, when it's your family you want to listen to them you want to make them like they proud you want to make them happy and stuff yeah, so you be really trying to listen to them but it's like sometimes you you can't you know what I'm saying you got to respect yeah. their opinion but you just got to do what you know is going to be actually best for you so I would say like pretty soon they started to understand like what I was doing and why I was doing it to where they started supporting me, you know what I'm saying? But it's not like they didn't support me from the jump. They was kind of like, ah, you sure you want to do this? You sure you want to yeah. do this? And then you not know, conspect to like, I feel like basketball, you know, you think about it. High school, college, NBA, right? Right. It's kind of like set up, right? Because yeah. you, you was actually good. You know, right. I can't speak for everybody else when I ask you good, right? <laughs> right. But music is kind of, yeah. You see where this goes with it. So they yeah. probably like they're scared. I'm pretty sure everybody's counting on you because you're so talented, you know? Mm. Everybody looking like you're so talented, he's the chosen one, like this is like this is gonna make everybody happy. Exactly. It's gonna do great things. So it seems like you was able to get out of that also. But we're gonna move on to something much better because you've been doing music. 
I actually met you at the Concrete Jungle um, performance and everything. Exactly. And I think all of you all were great. I told Tony, he did a great job picking like, oh, yeah, talented sure. artists yeah, as well. Yeah, no, that too. was dope. That was a dope I think that's really, I've been to a lot of shows, y'all. I've sat through a lot of performances. And they all ain't good. <laughs> but all of you all were good. You all brought something different too. But you just put out your EP called Jordan Year. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna ask you a few questions. You know, fun to get to know you better. All right, you ready? Let's get it. Okay, so the first one. What was one song or artist that you put in go mode before you had a game? Okay, um, I say Lil Wayne. Like I used to listen to a lot of Wayne. Mm, I can bet that's motivating. Oh yeah, because you know he got. He just got a certain delivery in his music that got a certain hunger behind it, mm -hmm. I would say. Motivation of music just make you want to just, all right, you know, we Yeah, it do just this. make you feel like a top dog or like, you know what I'm saying? Like you coming out there ready to get a dub, so. Mm -hmm. And I, I can bet too, like as an artist, look what he went through. Like he got shot. Like, exactly. Almost couldn't have been no Lil Wayne. No yeah, Lil right. Wayne, no Drake. No yeah, Nicki Minaj. Everything happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. So next, um, say what it is that makes Huey King the next big thing. I would say... Hmm, say what it is. Okay. That was catchy right there. Like like <laughs> so Huey King, I would say um his creativity, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The ability to think outside the box. Um his story and the swag that he come with, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just the energy that that is rare that I feel like makes people see a crown above right. his head, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Not to speak in third person, but I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with beating yourself up. I feel like these days, I feel like a lot of... Somebody actually told me this. I'm going to tell you what somebody told me, okay? Don't try to humble yourself to right. make people feel comfortable, exactly. right? Exactly. So if you feel like you shit, you shit. Uh, and they just going to have to get used to it, yeah, you know? Yeah, because they're going to see it, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying, regardless, over time. And you you still got to be, you know what I'm saying, I feel like grounded is the word, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, instead of humble, because I feel like humble can also take some of your abilities away from you right you know what i'm saying you gotta you gotta know your worth if you a star you a star and that's what it is right and next so let's say you were on the red carpet and you run into your celebrity crush you got less than two minutes to shoot your shot go all right i ain't, I ain't gotta do too much you know what i'm saying so i'm probably just gonna hit it with the, <laughs> hit it with the you gonna do that on the red carpet? That's the type of time I'm on. That's, that's the type of time. On the red carpet. I'm feeling on red carpet. At the yeah. premise. Yeah, that's what I'm bringing to the red carpet. And guess what? They're gonna have you on the blouse the next day. Hey, yeah. but you see, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. Right, that's what you're trying to do. Trying exactly. to get people to talk about Smart. you. So next, <laughs> tell me about the lead single um, off the album that you're shooting the music video for. Well, you were shooting the music video for, so what's the yeah. next music video that's gonna be the next single? Um, I would say it's either between Forge List which is track number oh, seven, yeah, that's, or um, Still the Morning, which mm -hmm. is track number two. Okay, so you know, I actually wanna go back to the album now. You named it Jordan Year, mm -hmm. all right? So what made you come up with the whole process? But I got an idea yeah. about it, cause that was color. Just turned 23. Jordan, you know, if you guys don't know about Jordan, you know, that was his number. And I know that, I know that much right there. Oh, yeah, so tell us about the whole creative process. So honestly, it. The project came together within like a month before I dropped. A month and then like two weeks. Really? Yeah, so I already had the song sitting, you know what I'm saying, like from whenever. Because I'm sitting on hundreds of songs. So, mm -hmm. But um, it was just like, I wanted to do something for my 23rd birthday, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I needed to drop. And then the fans, is like, lately they've been, they've been itching for music. So it's like, okay, right. I done built up a great demand. To where now it's like it's the right time to drop. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, um, I just talked to some of my team. I'm like, let's put it together. You know what I'm saying? Let's make it happen. So 
made the whole event happen, the whole right. project, getting the artwork done, um, running into the right people to make everything happen. You know what I'm saying? It was it was just like it was really amazing, like how we put it together so fast. That's dope. Now, what's your favorite song on the album? I already told you, man. That's my song. I ain't gonna lie. I don't think I got a favorite song. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like it's kind of like amusement park. It's like my amusement yeah. park. So it's just a bunch of different roller coasters. And it flowed perfect. I'm really big on like I always say the intro song sets the album, right? Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah. intro song. So I don't even want to keep going anymore. <laughs> it's kind of like the opening introduction to your project. So exactly. I feel like that. The end of it was it four of this. Yeah, class? the last one. That was perfect. No, so as you navigate you. through the industry, you get a buzz. What's one thing about the industry that's making you be like, mm, Man, that's rubbing me wrong? The one thing that I don't like is how people be switching up and not being themselves. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, whether they selling their soul, which is a big one, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know about that too? Oh, I'm knowing oh, about, about all okay. of that. Yeah, all right. yeah. So whether they selling their soul or whether they, you know what I'm saying, just... They never had no type of fame or a certain type of attention to where now mm -hmm. they're getting it. Now they're starting to do other things that's just kind of strange. You right. know what I mean? Like, just um, maybe like big time in some of they they day one homies. Right. Or just, you know, just going against their morals that they've been had mm -hmm. just because they're getting around certain people with status and they just want to do what they're doing and go with the flow and shit like I that. I agree. Without actually thinking about standing on their on they ground. Mm -hmm. And we live in Atlanta too, so you know you all. Well, we in Atlanta now. We on north side of Atlanta, uh, yeah, but still, we in the city. And I feel like even as I go around, I feel like a lot of people are. I don't know. Do let me know about you too. I can just kind of tell energy as soon as I walk in the room. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm definitely you know, reading. You just the room very weird. A lot of stuff going on, drugs and stuff like that. You can easily get into it and stuff like that. So how do you stay focused, even though you have to network as an artist? Um, really. I just, I stay, um, I'm a chameleon, so you ain't really ever going to be able to tell, like, what time I'm on, so I like to, I don't like to, um, throw myself with any clicks, for real. Oh my God, I'm saying, wait till. You know what I'm saying, because it's like, that's, that's kind of where you shoot yourself in the foot mm -hmm. at the same time. You got to have your people, you know what I'm yeah. saying, your main people, but I just stay out the way, for real, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm popping up when I need to pop up, and mm -hmm. when it makes sense. When it makes when it's sense, productive. when it's about money. Contact yeah, some music. some type of growth. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some type of growth in any in any direction in my life. So, but we going up, not down, and that's that's what I'm shooting for. You know what I'm right. saying? And I know a lot of people um, probably don't understand the difference between team and you know a clique. I feel like a team is people that support you, right? Right. A clique they thrive off each other. Exactly. They can't survive about one another. Facts. So let me go ahead and make that clear. So we at the end. So your birthday just passed. We're gonna manifest one thing that you want for. Happen before your next birthday, your 24th. For my next birthday. Mm. Mm. We're going to put in the universe, it's going to happen. We're going to get on the top 100. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely see that happen. Hits. Yeah, I can definitely see that happen. You got great music, you got the look, you got the focus, and you already, you already in a good spot in your mindset where can't nobody change you. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah.